This is a man's purse. Oh, it would be nothing. It would be nothing. Nothing. Out, out, explosions are a skull. Explosions are a skull. Say, man, I'd MMD, this is Jason with another Garbage Cast conversation segment. A topic that you have picked that I cannot believe we have not talked about sooner. I'm glad that you picked it because it is a natural fit, especially for me, and I know you have a little bit of this this problem also, I think. I don't know if it's more a problem for you. I think maybe you have figured it out faster than I figured it out. Uh, but what we're talking about today is bags. Uh, I have a bit of a bag problem. I need to go to Bags Anonymous. I've I've mentioned it before on my podcast in the past. Haven't really gone into detail on it until today, but I have had many, 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 many bags. <laughs> uh, I have so many bags that I have a tote in the attic filled with bags. Um, because I finally got to the point last year 
where I said to myself, uh, I, I am in a vicious cycle here, and I have been in this cycle for 20 years plus. Um, and, it, you know, let me go back in my history of bags. Um, it, it started after college. Before college, I, I did not, I, for some reason, a simple uh, black backpack that I had that had my university name embroidered on it. I bought it the first day I was at Western Kentucky University. I went to the bookstore, and I found a backpack there, a very cheap, flimsy. But, you know, we didn't carry around any electronics. We didn't carry around anything fancy back then. We just actually carried books. That was it, books, paper, pencils. It has one pocket on the front where I put pencils, erasers, whatever else I needed. And then the main compartment is where I put books and uh, notepads, whatever else I needed. And that was it. And that got me all the way through... Uh, my four and a half years at Western Tech University, four and a half, because um, education suddenly, I believe, turned into like a five-year plan, and I, I made it out in four and a half because I took some summer classes. But um, it served me faithful. I still have that bag. It is upstairs in a tote, uh, locked away. No, it has not been used since. Uh, but I never thought to myself, at least I don't recall, College self, do you need another bag? Is the bag not perfect? Never thought about it. It's when I started working, and, and I first got a planner obsession. Uh, that is that is where it sort of found itself. I, when I started, you know, working full time, not going to college after I worked full time through college. This is working after college in real jobs. <laughs> Not not to diminish being a shift manager at Taco Bell, that was a real job in in some respects. But uh, you know, a lot. Of, it's funny. A lot of what I uh, you know learned in uh, business, I learned from Taco Bell. Honestly, inventory and all kinds of little nick, you know, odds and ends. But that's neither here nor there. Um, it was it was after that, after college. Um, where I started this bag obsession, and it's because I started carrying a Franklin planner. This was something that was recommended. Uh, you know, I was a manager of a Barnes and Noble bookstore. I was operations manager, and uh, we—I guess we went to some meeting, or there was some uh, other manager. Oh, you've got to get a Franklin planner if you're going to track all this stuff. This is right before PDAs, okay? Or PDAs were around, but they were just so expensive that people like me, working at a Barnes and Noble, could not afford them. So I got a Franklin planner, which led to having to have the perfect pages and the perfect binder. And oh my goodness, my whole life was at Franklin planners for several years. And then I had to have the perfect bag to carry my perfect binder. And that started like messenger bags. And it, it, it was, there would always be some reason why I needed to get another bag. I, this all goes back to my mother, who I've mentioned from time to time. Uh, I, you know, I am definitely her son because uh, she had a bag obsession also. She had a purse obsession. Uh, when she passed away, I cleaned out tons and tons of purses, many never uh, used. There were purses I found in the attic recently. I don't know how she stored them in the attic. They ruined in the attic, so they all had to go in the trash. Bad place to put purses. Don't store your purses in the attic, especially in Tennessee where it gets like 100 degrees in the summertime. They will melt, <laughs> or, or certain elements will melt. But uh, she had tons of purses after she passed away. Um, I kept some of them in case my kids ever want them, uh, but they are basically old style. I, I don't think that they're not modern style at all, you know. 
But I can recall going to the mall, especially when I was younger, we would go to the mall, my mother and I, and she'd say, I have to go look at the purses. This was every single time we went to the mall. And we would hit the purses at every department store. So it became sort of this joke of, oh, we're going to go see the purses today? Oh, I know you love looking at the purses. And she would go purse shopping with my wife, and my, they would come home with more purses. It was just, you know, luckily my wife didn't carry on the obsession. She basically stays with, you know, not an abnormal amount of purses. <laughs> But uh, this bag, of fo this bag of obsession, I believe it, it, it started with my mother, and, and many times in the purse department, and uh, you know, it, it sort of one day I woke up and I had it too. It, it was dormant for a long time. I can't remember those early bags in the '90s um, when I got my first laptop. Sometime around this point, I had a I had a uh, PowerBook 520. It was a 520C, I believe, and it actually uh, it didn't catch on fire, but the logic board burned up twice, uh, and I finally got Apple to take it back under the grounds that it was a lemon, uh, and I never bought another Apple product uh, new again uh, after that. That was my last new Apple product, and man, I've, I definitely have held a grudge. I mean, an Apple PC product, you know, an Apple laptop. I've had I've had iPods and iPhones, but I've and iPads, but uh, I never bought another uh, machine from them. I went to Windows uh, ninety five as soon as Windows ninety five came out. But when I had that PowerBook, I had to have the perfect laptop bag. See, so now I had a bag for the stuff for work. I had a bag for my PowerBook. And then later on, when I got other little gadgets, I had to have bags that had specific pockets to fit these little gadgets. And, uh, oh, it just it snowballed. It snowballed into this huge, where I would have 10, 15 bags at a time, which is basically how I've maintained my life. Uh, I, right now, in my possession, I probably have, I would say around, not including the luggage that we take on trips, I probably have 11 or 12 uh, bags that I could throw all my stuff in and go out of the house like uh, certain bags fit like my Asus Transformer, my little tiny uh, tablet with a keyboard. Uh, you know, there's a bag that fits that. Uh, there's a, I have a bigger backpack for my work laptop, which is a Swiss Army. I've always used Swiss Army or Swiss gear bags for work. And um, I have another laptop uh, backpack to fit my personal because I keep my work stuff in one bag and my personal stuff in another because I'm like Wolf Blitzer. You never know when I might need to go to Starbucks immediately. Always have your bags packed. <laughs> what is wrong with me? I have two Swiss Army messenger bags. I don't know why. This little Asus transformer can go in either one, but my personal laptop cannot because they're 14-inch laptop bags. Now, why do I have them? They were cheap on eBay, and I liked the colors. That's a dumb reason to buy a bag. They are both upstairs in a, um, in a tote, and I will explain why. We will get back to our earlier story about the cycle of bags that you can find yourself in if you're not careful. I have finally figured out how to break that cycle. Um, so let me look here in the bathroom closet, which is where the luggage is. At the bottom of the bathroom closet is where the luggage lies, and I have some bags. Now on top, I have a backpack that um, it's from Ozark Trail is the brand. It, it was I bought at Walmart for 14 bucks. This is the bag I would take to my daughter's volleyball games because I could put water in each side, bottle water. My Asus transformer would fit in the bag in a little padded compartment that's in there. And if I had work to do, if there was an emergency at work, I could pull out my transformer in the gym at the wherever we were playing, and I could fix the problem. And I did that four or five times, but that was about it. But this bag went to every game for two years. It's a great bag. It's like 14 or 15 bucks. 
It might have been 20 bucks. It's not the cheapest bag they had. And it is bright red, because don't I have a bright red personality? Uh, the next bag I have in my hand is by Outdoor Products, also a Walmart purchase. It is a uh, It has a place for a 15-inch laptop. This is what I carry my personal laptop in if I leave the house for any reason, if I have to go somewhere with my personal laptop, which is extremely rare. Uh, but it's huge. It has a lot of pockets for papers and stuff. This is my hospital bag. I bought this in September of 2015 when my mother went in the hospital because I started having to carry all of these papers. Everywhere you went, you know, oh, here's the insurance cards, here's all this mess. So I finally put everything in a bag and I carried this the entire time of her illness, this one green bag. I've only used it once since. Um, I actually used it when my wife was in there for gallbladder surgery. I think I carried this with my, uh, yes, I carried this with my work laptop and I worked in the waiting room. Uh, instead of carrying my work bag, I don't know why I didn't just carry my work bag, which is right here next. It's a black Swiss Army bag. Uh, it's a great bag. It's been all over the country. I've had it for probably five years now. When I went from a 14-inch to a 15-inch laptop, I bought this bag. And it's the TSA bag, so it opens up. You don't have to pull your computer out. It is fantastic. It looks like brand new still, even though it's been in airplanes, it's been in warehouses, it's been all over the place. And it is, it's just a, you just can't beat a Swiss Army bag. And I know Michael, the virtual youper, has talked about that. And he uses them also. They're wonderful. And underneath that, I have a Swiss Army laptop case I bought at Walmart on Black Friday like three years ago for 12 bucks. It, it, it also holds a 15-inch laptop. If my father has a laptop problem, I have to swap a laptop. I carry it back and forth in this one. It only really has room for a laptop and a power supply. So, those are the only bags that are in the closet that I actually use. Those are the ones I don't pack them away. I keep them all just in case. Uh, the last one I used out of this stack was the red uh, Ozark Trail bag that I usually take to games. My, my daughter is no longer going to play volleyball. So I filled it with tools and I took it to the junkyard. <laughs> and I pulled parts off of cars with it. And I kind of got it dirty. So I sort of regret doing that now. Uh, the final bag here in the closet, aside from luggage, that I and I don't use it much, is this little Swiss gear. Another Swiss gear bag. It's like a travel... It's supposed to be like a carry-on bag. It will carry like a magazine, your Kindle and something. It's very small. But sometimes you don't need much. So... Uh, I only keep it down here as an alternate. An alternate to what, you might ask? Well, <laughs> behind the bedroom door, where I had a hook, I put in a hook several years ago for my other bags. Let's go there now. Yes, this is embarrassing, but why not? So let me close the bedroom door. Yes, there are three bags hanging behind the bedroom door. Because... You need more bags, and to the left of that is a piece of furniture where there are two more bags. That's right, there are five bags in the corner behind my bedroom door. Each of them has stuff in them, um, but uh, only one of them, or two of them, are regularly used. The others just sort of sit here in case they need to pinch hit. Um, first of all, I have a bag I take to church. It has, like, church stuff in it, pens, Bible, mints. I chew a lot of hard candy. It is filled with hard candy. It has a compartment on the back where I can put all the hard candy wrappers as I chew them. <laughs> I have to have hard candy in order to stay awake. I, I'm not trying to demean anybody or, or say anything about what I'm... It's just I have a hard time sitting still for an hour. If I didn't have my hard candy, I'd probably fall on the floor. That is a Swiss Army bag also. I got it off eBay. I use it every week, two or three times a week. It's fantastic. Beneath it is a computer vertical messenger bag. 
Uh, not to get Debbie Downer, that is where all of the paperwork uh, from my mother's passing uh, still remains. It is the bag I took back and forth to the lawyer's office. I decided I would keep everything organized in one bag. It has a special divider thing I bought at Office Max in it with pockets for like assets, debt, you know, uh, debt, everything that I handled. I'm keeping that bag intact until the one year anniversary. That is that that usually everything is sealed up by one year. So I'm keeping that bag intact for now, just in case I had to make a trip to Because I, I tell you, as soon as I unpack it, something will come in the mail. That's the way life works. So that is a special dedicated bag. I don't know if you dedicate bags to certain projects or things you have going on. Maybe you have a podcast gear bag. I don't I don't know. I don't have anything like that. Behind the door. Sounds like the name of a Showtime movie. Uh, I have a red Messenger Swiss Army bag that I never use. I bought it on eBay cheap. It was like $12 shipped. I don't know why the person was selling it. I used to have saved an eBay messenger bag, Swiss messenger bag, men, man bag. I used to have all of these filtered search, searches, uh, searches, I can't talk, saved. And I would sit there at night and just go through them. That was my hobby, just going through eBay. And I would just buy things because I would see things. But I tell you, that's part of breaking out of the bag habit. And we'll get back to that in a minute. Behind, uh, in front of that is another Swiss gear bag. So you can tell if one, two, three, go back into this closet here, four, five, six Swiss Army or Swiss gear bags. I know they're not all made by the same company, but they owe me big. I should have stock. Upstairs, I have at least one more Swiss gear bag. Another messenger that I don't use. I'll get to that in a moment. This is, this is embarrassing. Uh, this is a uh, flop-over Swiss Army bag. It's uh, small. It's the last bag I bought. Uh, and the only reason I bought it is a bag I'd had my eye on for a long time, and they'd been 50 bucks, and they went on clearance for 20 bucks, and I bought one. I said, if I don't buy it, I will regret it, even though I had already found my Grail bag. The perfect bag, the bag that stopped me from buying bags. The only reason that I bought the Swiss gear bag our Swiss Army bag is just because it, it went on more than half off. And I said, you know, just maybe I might want that one day. <laughs> so I allowed myself that. Now, before I get into the bag that stopped my bag habit, let me tell you about other things that I did. I decided, here's the vicious cycle. I was in the bag cycle. I was going through bags, and what I was deciding was, I never used this bag, so I'm going to give it to the thrift store and get rid of it, and I'm going to buy another bag in its place. And I did that over and over. And guess what happened? I ended up buying the same bag back three times over the last six or seven years. Three times. I realized on the third time I had rebought it after I gave it to the thrift store that A, I had a serious problem. B, I must somehow stop this. So whenever I think I don't need a bag anymore, I don't give it to the thrift store anymore. I, I, I stopped that last year. I don't give them away anymore. It's the same with shortwave radios, man. I'm bad about shortwave radios. I never listen to them anymore, but I grew up with them. I love to tinker with them. I, every once in a while, I will pull out one of them and tune down the dial. It's nice. It's comforting. That's all it is. It's material. I don't get rid of those anymore either. I don't eBay stuff anymore. I just don't do it. Here's what I do. If I decide I don't need something anymore, I tote it and I put it in the attic, bag-wise. It's a sealed tote. Nothing can get in it. Bags are pretty hardy. I have a, bag, uh, a tote upstairs filled with bags. I know one of them is a Swiss gear bag. There's another like a little backpack. There's other little odds and ends that maybe the kids might use one day. Who knows? Maybe we'll never use them. 
but they're up there. And that prevents me from giving away something and then turning around in a few months and saying, man, I really wish I had that back. I don't have to wish I had it back. I still have it. It's up in the attic. Now, I don't like saving stuff that I don't use, but that stopped me. That and this bag I'm about to tell you about stopped me from the bag cycle. So I highly recommend that. And I tell you, I know it just sounds weird. It sounds almost... I know that I have a problem. <laughs> I know that a long, for a long time, the apex being last year, I was buying my feelings. Buying a bag to make up for some difficult thing I was going through. I, I finally realized after my mother passed away, after her long, many years illness, and the, it was a very difficult time, I needed to make some other changes. Part of those changes was stopping blowing all of this money. I, I'm just lucky that, you know, I'm, I, I'm lucky I have a good job that I could... And, and, you know, these are not like expensive bags. I mostly bought on eBay. I would not buy some unless it was just dirt cheap. Half the price or more than half the price it would be retail. But still, how many bags can I carry at one time? That would be another thing, to put on all the bags and have to go stand on the street and say, I have a bag habit. I, I need help, and you'd be wearing 15 bags. <laughs> Maybe that shame, bag shame, would stop you. So a few months ago, I was looking, and once again, I had stumbled upon, I had taken a bag with me to Florida, this little backpack, and it worked great on the beach. It was top-heavy. It was a little too big. And all the crap was just floating around in it. And uh, around before Christmas, I guess, I started looking at Amazon, and uh, I was looking at messenger bags, and I, come, I just came upon this messenger bag. It's by Everest. Uh, it is a green sort of khaki messenger bag. It says, um, Everest Luggage Canvas Messenger Bag, 193 reviews. Now it's $29.99. I got it when it was on sale for $18.99, and I had Prime at the time, so it came, you know, free shipping. Now, now, like I said, my color is $29.99, Everest Luggage Canvas Messenger Bag. Uh, people were complaining it was too small, which is exactly what I wanted. Sure enough, it's like a mini messenger bag. It's perfect. It will hold a magazine without having to fold over a magazine. I have podcasting stuff in it, a set of ear pods in case that I'm somewhere and I want a podcast. It has the perfect amount of pockets for a cell phone. It won't hold a bottle of water. I mean, who needs that anyway? But Eddie, if I go to the orthodontist with my kids, I can throw my Asus transformer in it. I can do my job. I can read a book. It has plenty of room for a book, your Kindle, whatever little gadget you want to carry. It is the perfect bag. I have not needed another bag since. It is fantastic. So if you need help with a bag, <laughs> let me tell you again, it's at Amazon. Everest Luggage Canvas Messenger Bag. My color I think it's called like olive green or something. Um, oh yeah, it's called olive. It's it's just fantastic, and you can put pins on it. It's great. That has helped me break the bag habit. This is a lot of talk about bags. I know it, it was a huge bag history. Like I said, I bags replaced something else missing in my life. I have finally, I think, conquered it. But it took me years to conquer it. It took me from basically the time I got out of college in 95 when I'm, when the bag habit started until just in the last few months where I just said less is more, less is more. And it's sort of this minimalist thing I keep I keep referring to. I'm definitely, I don't think I could ever be a minimalist, but I'm, I'm reading these things and I'm listening to their podcasts and stuff 
and I'm trying to cut things back. And bags is where I really needed help. And real quick, let me just go into it, even though it has nothing to do with bags, the shortwave radios, I did the same thing. I took all the batteries out of the ones I never used. I put them in a little tote that is in here on a shelf. Now, I had gotten rid of a lot of them, so I was down, but I still have like four or five extra shortwave radios. So, I should have a contest and just give away shortwave radios, but you know what would happen? I would have remorse once I got rid of them. So I said, nope, I'm going to just take the batteries out and box them away, and they're there if I need them, no more remorse. The final two things to solve my shopping habits. Today is the last day I'm an Amazon Prime member. I'm letting it go. It's too easy. It enables me to have crap within two days. And I keep using that as a, well, it's free shipping. Look how much money I'm saving. No. <laughs> so I stopped that. I got rid of all of my eBay uh, searches. I don't do that anymore. I don't sit there at night and look at eBay anymore. I just don't because I know how bad I am. I don't go into like bargain stores that often. I, I try not to do shopping because I will see the deal of the century. And a lot of this I got from my mother. It just she was the same way. I realized I have figured out that I am the same way. And I don't want to leave behind a house full of stuff. And that is what happened. You know, and I think that was the biggest thing that got me realizing that I needed to fix things is having to go through that house and go through dozens of purses, shoes that had never been worn. I, I must have given the help center 50 pairs of shoes, and I guarantee 40 of them had never been worn. I, I gave uh, a friend of our, uh, our family member who wore the same size as my mother 10 unopened pairs of shoes. I mean, never pulled out of the box. You could tell they'd never been. Why was she doing this? And probably the same reason I was doing it. You, I, she was probably buying her feelings. So I was buying my feelings. But now the Everest bag, the perfect bag, the bag habit hopefully is solved. Thank you, MMD, for giving me this opportunity. Hopefully I can help some of the other bagaholics or stuffaholics out there. <laughs> and um, I cannot wait to – I know you have some cool bags, so I hope your history is more positive uh, emotionally. <laughs> than my history and uh, I'll talk to you again really soon. Respecting my boundaries. I'm coming in, Janie. Janie? I don't think you heard me, Jamie. You've got something that I crave. Clarissa left those here. I won't tell Mom if you don't. 
When did you start smoking? You'll be seeing a lot of changes around here. Papa's got a brand new bag. The man bag, an increasingly essential accessory in the modern man style arsenal. Well today we're going over what makes a man bag a man bag and why you probably need one along with how to pick the perfect one in today's man bag tutorial. So I have been carrying man bags in one way, shape, or form, long before they had a cool name. So I don't know if you guys know this or not, but I actually have asthma. And this little thing, on more than one occasion, has actually saved my life. And the one thing that I am most scared of is having an asthma attack and not having my rescue inhaler with me. And so from a young age, I've been carrying this around. The one thing I didn't want to do was stick it in my front pocket, because this in a front pocket looks like something else. Now you do. Not only did I carry my inhaler, but I carried other crap. The bag is a functional, incredibly valuable tool for the modern man. Well, then all of a sudden it started getting popular, right? You saw everybody, not because of me, just because other dudes picked up on the fact that, hey, it is a lot more comfortable and advantageous to use a bag as opposed to your pockets, which we will come back to in a second. But the first item of business is determining whether or not something is a man bag or just a bag that a man carries. And so now let's go over some of the common bag options that we as men have and the functional benefit of carrying each one. The first bag option is a backpack. You know what a backpack is. It's got two shoulder straps used to carry large heavy loads. The backpack is comfortable and it is the most ergonomically correct way to carry heavy stuff. All right, if you're hiking, if you're camping, if you're carrying textbooks, do you even have textbooks anymore? So is a backpack a man bag? No, it's a backpack. Bag option number two is a briefcase. A super structured, formal option for carrying stuff. You don't see too many briefcases anymore because briefcases aren't that functional in terms of carrying stuff other than papers and pens, right? You got a computer, what are you gonna do exactly? You're gonna reinvent the briefcase to a more modern, soft, sleek, with a stroller, shoulder strap option. There are a ton of different styles and options for the modern briefcase. So is this a man bag? No, this is a modern briefcase that you take to the office. Throw a flap on it and what do you have? Exactly. A messenger bag. Is this a man bag? No. Chances are it's still a computer bag just with a flap. A man bag is a small to medium sized bag to carry all your daily essentials, not including like your computer and stuff. This is for everything else. So here's the deal. As dudes, we are carrying more and more crap with us on a daily basis. Like phones, which coincidentally are getting bigger. Oh yeah, this looks great. Wallets. Keys. Headphones, phone chargers, shades, and what if you want fresh breath? Gum or mints. So how are we going to handle this? So how do we handle the need to carry crap with style in class? Exactly, man bag. It is my personal opinion that bags are like shoes. You need a variety of options for different situations. One cannot exist on sassy double monk straps alone, and one cannot exist on just having a computer bag. Now can they? Oh. 
The man bag is the perfect option. It comes in a variety of different sizes, from small, a little bit larger. Once you get big enough to stick a computer in it, I would say that is a computer bag. You've got different levels of man bag dressiness, right? You've got some that are made of a nice, pristine leather that look great, and you can actually wear them when you're dressing up. Then you've got some man bags that are more casual, more playful. You're going out being rough, rugged, yeah. Casual man bag. I actually have multiple man bags for different situations, different outfits. It's so much easier for me to actually carry a man bag. The way I look at it, it's kind of like a super cool accessory. So now the question is, where are you going to go to find a great man bag? Well, here's the issue. With all of the messenger bags, computer bags out there on the market, you would think that there would be a ton of different man bag options. That smaller bag... No. <laughs> They're actually kind of difficult to find. One company that makes a lot of them but are kind of overpriced in my opinion for the quality is Diesel. They make a bunch of them. Some of them are kind of funky but the quality is kind of crappy. Another man bag that I recently purchased is by a company called Nutsack. And you thought I was kidding. Seriously, quite possibly the greatest name for a man bag in the history of names for man bags. Um, it's actually, the reason they, they call themselves or their company Nutsack is because they are two guys out of Oregon who decided to make bags. They actually were huge in like disc golf. Are you guys into disc? Don't call it frisbee golf, whatever you do. Disc golfers will cut you if you call it frisbee golf. <laughs> I found that out the hard way. Anyway, the guys were like, yo, we want to make bags made in the USA. And people were like, yo, you're nuts. You can't do that and compete with bags that are cheap and made in China. And they said, whatever. We're from Oregon. We're gonna make bags. We're gonna call them Nutsack because apparently we're nuts. Check it out. Right? Yeah? Huh? Sassy? I get more damn compliments on this bag. Nutsack's a small company, but they're doing great things and I love a good entrepreneurial tale and their bags are incredible. Guys, if you wanna check them out, they're listed and linked in the description. The man bag is one of those things that once you start wearing it, You'll wonder how you ever live without it. Your pockets are free from all of the weight of the crap. People are like, oh, hey, sweet bag. And if they ever come up to you and say, hey, is that a purse? No, it's a man bag, bitch. <laughs> I'm kidding. Don't actually say that. Seriously, you'll get me in trouble. For this uh, episode of the Garbage Cast, I thought and thought about it, and I said to myself, let me just... Uh, Remove my hat in solid, solemn earnestness. What do uh, me and up in this brain have in common? I thought about it, and I thought about it. I came up with this week's topics. Sorry, that's um, getting caught on the H5 hook. And it turns out that uh, bags, bags. Next to this hat, my Tilly Durable, that I got, the most thing, like, the most thing, the most defining characteristics, anyone were to talk about me, is usually a hat, then followed by uh, a bag. I've had my bag now for, since I left university, 2004? Not university. High school. There we go. Since I left high school in 2004. 
Man, that would have been ridiculous. Uh, and I bought it right after. Um, it was a little expensive. I think it was about like $300. But it was a Paul Smith reverberating stripe uh, Acme made messenger bag. The same messenger bag used by the U.S. Postal Service. It's a uh, heavy-duty nylon. I'm pretty sure it's um, ballistic nylon. And I've had it since then. It's been my primary day-to-day uh, store-all or carry-all uh, through my travels. Anywhere I've gone, this bag has pretty much gone with me. Uh, that means Vancouver. That means PABS. That means... Uh, Vox Popcons, uh, whatever you want to think of. If I was there, this bag was probably with me. And I'm sad to say that it's unfortunately starting to fall apart. Um, the bag itself is fine. Uh, it's the zippers and the fabric that holds, that stitches, connects the zippers to the actual pockets. They're all falling apart. I mean, the pattern itself is still, you know, a little bit more faded, but still pretty, pretty good looking. Um, but since it's been my primary bag and it's and it's had my, my dog stuff for for walking, so generally it has like dirt and leaves in it because it has Tilly's ball. And, uh, my recording stuff, usually, um, some various other things for, like, emergencies, like Advil or hand sanitizer. And now, I don't think I'm, I think it's time to to let it go and, and have it get its Viking funeral. I don't know. I don't know what to do with it exactly. I, I'll i have to unpack it at some point. But here it is. My new... Sorry. Bumped into the steering wheel. Bag replacement. From Timbuktu. It's a messenger bag. It's Cordura Nylon. In San Francisco, it's um, blue and black. I got it off of Amazon. Um, it's not as tough as my Acme made. It's still got plastic fasteners, and close to the metal, and. know if it's going to be as long lasting as my old bag but I don't think I can find another bag that had everything my bag had in terms of good looks and durability I'm hoping this will come close enough I just I know that it's, it's just falling apart it's looking fairly sad 
So, hence the search for a new bag. I, I've been ordering stuff from Amazon, looking at it, and checking it out, feeling it, seeing if it, you know, fits with me. I think this is as close as I can get. Um, I'm going to really miss my bag. It was the perfect size configuration, tough as hell. Just kind of go anywhere. And I don't think... I don't think anything else will, will fill that hole. Maybe the only thing that will will be the show hole. But I think this will come pretty close. So, from the golf course, with another Garbage Cast Conversations TM. Sorry, I might have overpowered the mic there. Uh, this has been the MMD. Now I throw it over to you, up in this brain. Tell me about bags. Wait, don't mine normally go at the back? Well, I guess... Thank you, Up In This Brain, for this awesome topic of bags. I don't know. There'll be a clip, and then a song... And then another clip, okay? Whether one goes before the other, I don't, I don't give a fuck. I just, I just know we're both bag people, so let's talk about bags. So this has been another garbage cast with the MMD. The end of the segment. Another one is in the can. Bag it. It is all a matter of having patience, I told myself, but today I was not patient. I was socked in on the verge of turbulence, just like the day itself. Now, we, I've talked about that repeatedly. You know, when we get in these loops, I get in these ruts, and that rut can go several days. It can make me question everything. Why am I doing this? Why am I on social media? Why am I podcasting? Why do I have websites? Why do I create? I mean, the rut can just take over your life. You call it depression. You call it anxiety. Why, 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 indeed. That was uh, Finding Water Week 2 on Sneege Nerd. And um, giving a bag addendum. So, let's make it a little bit more... Uh, faux intimate so it's been a week in and I have my bag I'm at the Georgetown go station and I have to say I took the plunge I, I, I got rid of the old one you know how much I love that bag uh, I just threw it in the dumpster I just threw it in the trash and I decided to um give this one a go. A serious go. 
I'm hearing noise. I wonder what it is. Um, and it seems to be more than big enough and cavernous enough to fit everything I need it to fit. So, um, yeah, it's just kind of. I mean, not the same. It doesn't have the same amount of style I found. But, I mean, it's good enough and different enough in its own right. It seems very easy to clean. Um, it's much more uh, low incognito. Um, it holds everything I could possibly want to hold in it. Um, it doesn't have zipper compartments. It's actually just two... Separated with a divider, so that won't fall apart. But probably, more than likely, the actual bag outside will fall apart before the inside piece. Um, again, big, cavernous, holds a lot of stuff. Seems pretty well made. That uh, shoulder pad cushion, that was certainly an extra awesome added bonus the old bag did not have that it makes it a lot more comfortable um I hope it just lasts as long as the other one uh, I'm hoping it does things are looking pretty good so that's a bag addendum a one week in update things are looking up with that I think that finally puts the bag episode of the garbage cast to bed I'm gonna have to splice it all together somehow and again a recurring theme change is good sometimes you gotta jettison the old throw in the trash So, this is the MD signing off the bag episode of the Garbage Cast. Another one is in the can. Dump it. There. I think that adds some finality. Dream English Kids. Hi, friends. Are you ready to sing the What's in Your Bag song? Here we go! What's in your bag? What's in your bag? It's my pencil. It's my pencil. What's in your bag? What's in your bag? It's my notebook. It's my notebook. What's in your bag? What's in your bag? It's my pet snake. It's my pet snake. You don't have a pet snake. What's in your bag? What's in your bag? It's my ruler. It's my ruler. What's in your bag? What's in your bag? It's my eraser. It's my eraser. What's in your bag? What's in your bag? It's my pet spider. It's my pet spider. You don't have a pet spider. 
What's in your bag? What's in your bag? It's my pencil case. It's my pencil case. What's in your bag? What's in your bag? It's my book. It's my book. What's in your bag? What's in your bag? It's my pet dinosaur. It's my pet dinosaur. You don't have a pet dinosaur. What's in your bag? What's in your bag? It's my pencil. It's my pencil. What's in your bag? What's in your bag? It's my notebook. It's my notebook. What's in your bag? What's in your bag? It's my pet snake. It's my pet snake. You don't have a pet snake. Ah! What's in your bag? What's in your bag? It's my ruler. It's my ruler. What's in your bag? What's in your bag? It's my eraser. It's my eraser. What's in your bag? What's in your bag? It's my pet spider. It's my pet spider. You don't have a pet spider. Ah! What's in your bag? What's in your bag? What's in your bag? What's in your bag? It's my pet dinosaur. It's my pet dinosaur. You don't have a pet dinosaur.